This is the Power Breakfast Show podcast series. Podcast series. Remember, like, share, and subscribe. Power 102 Digital. Yeah. What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? Yeah. Yeah. What's going on? What's going on? Everybody right now caught in the jostle for space in the race, trying to keep up with the pace, but the space round cram. Everybody is yeah. jamming, 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 jamming for a better life, a better way of living. In the meantime, simple things we forgetting, like how to say good morning, morning, neighbor, morning, morning, neighbor, morning, 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 for our major news, of course, we have a news brief coming up at 8 o'clock. And that's all courtesy Champlain Auto Services. All right. Well, before we give the results of our morning poll, let's take a look at what's happening traffic-wise. We're Santa Rosa, a bit busy, approaching O'Mara is a bit busy as well. Trim City towards you, we got some traffic. And then from um, Cipriani College, heading westbound. You got some volume there. You'll speed up after El Scoro, but by Baratari, you'll slow down again. Out of Maraval, out to the west. Uh, got nothing to tell you about. A little traffic by Kelly Village, Rivulet Road's got a bit of volume. Um, and that's nothing on the solo. Alright, nothing on the solo. That's a quick traffic update for you. I hope it helps you out in one way or the other. Alright. Alright, so let's get the guys in. Let's see. Let's get the results of our morning poll. All right. Of course, our question this morning is, do you agree that the late Dana Sita Hall Senior Council should be awarded the Order of the Republic of Trinidad and Tobago? We had 15 people weighing in on our poll this morning. 12 said yes. Three persons said no. All right. 12 people said yes. They agreed. And three people said no. Mm-hmm. All right. So that's that's our poll this morning. And of course, um, Dana Sitahal was awarded the Hummingbird Medal in 2014, but but because her sister, who was the former um, head of the FIU, um, felt that she should have been given the highest award, the the award was never collected by the family. All right. So that's the situation as it stands. So there's a call by Israel Khan um, for her to be awarded the highest um, medal, which is the Order of the Republic of Trinidad and Tobago. Mm-hmm. So we'll see where that goes. Twelve people do agree with that call, while three people said no. All right. So I do think it's a kind of arrogance from to anybody to refuse an award because they feel they get a higher award. But that's what the article says, eh? That's in poor taste. It is. It, it is. You don't, tell, you don't tell the country what to give you. Okay. 
how to yeah. develop the country of you and what to honor you you accepted graciously and with, with humility yeah because people have been given more than one award so there was there was there was nothing there was nothing to stop her from getting another award yeah. and and i don't think the dynasty to her i knew would have refused an award and said i want a higher award yeah yeah, so I you don't do somebody what you need yeah. a few times we had a whole accepted the award yeah very nice lady very very nice yeah i remember there was there was a there was an attempt also to, to award um somebody too and they refused the highest award one time too i remember that vaguely that someone also it may have been a it may have been a trinity cross issue it may have been it may have been yeah it may have been you're right mm -hmm. it may have been you're correct you know but that's that's where we are you understand and of course that that season is going to come upon us very soon uh, i don't know if they're going to revert um to the independence day but they started to do it on on republic day i think um, yeah, sticking with that yeah, they stick him at Republic Day. Yep. Steve, I see you asking a question, but Brian isn't head of the NTAs anymore, eh? I know. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I lied with Brian a little bit last night. He was down, he was in Jose. He lives in St. James, eh? He does. So he was out in Jose last night. We hung out a little bit. You know? So yeah but we could um if we could uh, get um the, well they wouldn't be back as yet i don't think any of them would be back as yet and who has the entry is now anyway i don't even know because brian was so very upfront and vocal and you know always posting and so on and and having something to say clearly the person who was taking over from him is 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 muted because I don't know who it is. Somebody's going to send me a message saying who's the head of the entry. It's just yeah, and I know Ephraim Serret at one time used to be. Ephraim also has been posting um, about about the successes. I see Ephraim. Ephraim comes to Rumbox and online every single Friday. He comes and, and and purchases a whole lot of stuff wherever he goes to line. He comes every single Friday. So Did you all hear that uh, the Miss Miss Universe pageant is now allowing married women and women, women with children to compete? Yeah, I saw that. That would have been a good poll to us. So maybe we could poll that later in the week. If they if they agree with that decision to allow married women, married and mothers to compete in the Miss Universe. So I got a message is Mr. Comis Young, but I don't know who Mr. Comis Young is. I don't know who Comis Young is that. Sorry, Paul. Uh, so, so we have questions for the next three days. Two days. Because your question will be applicable tomorrow also. Okay. You mean the, the, the ban on scrap iron? Yeah. They actually yeah. have a press conference on today.
Um, the scrap iron dealer is at 10.30, which we'll bring to you live. Mm-hmm. At 10.30. Yeah, I'm... I'm, 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 I'm so are you going to call somebody? Or we just ramble on? No, no, no. I, I check your WhatsApp. Well, we could, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm getting a message though, it's a Mr. Commission. Yeah, we heard you. But yeah. I don't know who, who that is. Um, and if Keith could send a number for Mr. Commission, if you know. Yeah, well, I don't name. know him, so, mm. you know. Um, yeah. I've never heard of him. I don't know who Mr. Commission is. Yeah. You know? I don't know. So, um, so you I guess I we could open up the lines and... And and talk to people about isn't it Ephraim Surat? No, Ephraim used to be way back in the day. Ephraim used to be the head of the the association way back in the day. The last person we knew there was Brian Lewis. No, Brian Lewis was entries. No, Brian Lewis was um Olympic committee. Yes, I think. Yeah, I really I'm I've lost track of of those people. You know, so. Yeah, well, I'll try to get Brian because he would have they would worked under him pretty much. Mm. Well, let's open the lines and uh, and take some calls. Some people, oh, you're making calls. Okay, sorry. Well, Paul, find something to talk about. What else? What else happened in the news? What What else did we miss? COVID. They had one death yesterday. Um, but it's still, and I think 117 new cases or thereabouts, um, 177, you know, so that's not going anywhere. Um, the prime minister would have recovered from COVID. I think he, he would be out of quarantine this week <clears throat> because we actually have a meeting with him tomorrow. All local government um, bodies, I think, meeting <clears throat> with the minister and the prime minister tomorrow. Um, so I guess I'll be able to report on that on Wednesday. Once I have the, once I, it's not a closed door meeting, it's not a secret meeting. So I, I guess I'll be able to talk freely. On it. Yeah. But it, 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 I'm sure it's to discuss the upcoming local government elections. And monkeypox is spreading, of course, in Jamaica. They now have three confirmed cases. So that's another thing we have to be mindful of. I think we're supposed to get 2,000 vaccines for um, for monkeypox here. And the numbers are? Two to two talk. Two to, is that the phone numbers you want me to give Paul? Clearly, because I don't know. I just can't look around. I don't know where like... Steve has disappeared. I don't know. You are, are you seeing? I know you're not putting on your camera because of the bandwidth. But are you seeing us? Yes, I am. Loud and clear. All right. But, uh, and I don't Steve know where Steve disappears. Yeah. And but two to two talk. Two to two eight. Camera, but he do all kind of nonsense, though. And Richard, I know he had said he was not able to join us for the first hour, but maybe he's not going to join yeah, us. Yeah, the record. But he's going to production and producing and starring in and stuff like that. Yeah, 
Yeah. All right. So Brian is going to join us shortly via Zoom. Uh, by the time we, we have a lot of some calls coming through, so let's take them. Good morning. Hello, good morning. Sir. How are you guys doing? Morning, Steve. Morning, Ellie. How are you going? I do pretty good, man. Uh, Wendell? Why is, he, why is he so low? I'm barely hearing him. Oh, uh, you hear me good now? Yeah, that's yeah, better. Go ahead. Wendell, I want to agree with the government on the move they're making on the scrap iron industry because they've been distressing people too much, boy. Too much <laughs> they've been doing that. And I mean, I'm sorry that, you know, I think that Peter pay for fall and fall, pay fall, but the government has to do something, boy. Um, well, 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 I don't know that it's fair to say the scrap iron industry is stressing you. The thieves, the thieves is who's stressing you. You understand? Yeah, right. So, uh, in yeah, a way, in a way, I heard Dr. Munilal say something yesterday that I kind of agree with. That if they're stealing 80 wagons, if the number one car is stealing is 80 wagons, should we ban 80 wagons? You know? Yeah. yeah that, that's the comparison he was making, you know? So, I don't know that banning the industry will, will help stop the stealing. I don't know. Maybe it will. I don't know. Well, uh, it, 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 the government indicates they could have banned all of them. I just put a, a, a six months, um, but based on what I was reading so far, um, mm. I see it, 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 do you still need the, um, the, travel, the travel pass and the testing to come in the country? No. No. Oh, okay. I'd cancel a little while now. Okay, okay, thanks, guys. Um, you Paul Richard, you're... how are you doing, sir? All right, yeah, no problem. All of us, I'm barely hearing anything. Really quite yeah, he's yeah. very soft this morning. He was I soft, know. I don't know. That. All right, uh, good morning. Oh, Mr. One, good morning. Yeah. What's happening? Goes to the machine. Good morning. Hi, good morning, Steve Wendell Richard. Um. I just want to say congratulations to the whole Trinidad and Tobago team that represent us in the Commonwealth Games, to the guys who won medals, and also we forgetting. Uh-huh. Yes, the, it, there was a young lady who rode in the road race in the cycling, and she came in sixth. You know, I yes. have to big her because there was about 39 riders in the and she she came in six for Trinidad, so I can't remember her name, but it's something you know, Campbell. Was it Campbell? Yes, yes. And she and if she doing that now, more power to her. Yes, you you're know? right. Yeah, we mm. have to speak about that. Yeah. So guys, yes. you guys have a wonderful week, Wendell. Yes, sir. Yeah, boy, you my boy. I, I, I tell Paul I say stop giving you problem. <laughs> Right, he's gonna bring make he, to make to make up for it. He's All gonna right. bring back something real nice to me from Mana. All right, that was nice. All, All right. right, thanks, pal. All the best. All right, short and sweet. We have a lot of calls. Good morning. Hi, good morning, gentlemen. Morning. 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 Um, yeah, no, the the six months ban on the um, scrap iron dealers. I I created and the reason why it is that I created is that detection and conviction of personnel for stealing these cables. It's not a deterrent. Right? 
if that was uh, totally turned, then a lot of crimes would have stopped. Mm -hmm. Now, what they need to do is to help the persons that, because there's a market for it. So the reason what motivates these people to um, steal these cable because they are selling it and persons are accepting it. Now, there will be scrap iron dealers who take the moral grounds and they're not accepting that, but then there are others who more focus on the illegal act and how they profit from it. The money. So the best way to, yes. Uh, so the best way to do it is that you actually um, stem that trade for six months to let it hit them. That is a possibility that if the act continues, that it can actually cancel. And you will see them actually take actions. And, and besides, it gives the opportunity to put the required legislation and stuff in consultation and thing in, in place. Mm. And the other issue I wanted to raise, and it pains me to raise it, but this whole issue with the Prime Minister's wife, right? This has continued and for the past few years there has always been an attack. I recall on social media on the Prime Minister's wife and his daughters. And from from the regard to the individual who raised the issue, nobody condemned him, right? When he raised some verbal attack against the President of the Republic of Trinidad and Tobago in the most vile way, on national, on, on a social media platform and the radio, he and David Nakin. Mm -hmm. So when it is that we don't, we, 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 we take a, um, a stance and we say, well, we're not going to deal with this, we're not going to give it light. We are encouraging them, right? to do that. And I'm surprised that I don't hear these um, NGOs with the women's rights come out and speak nothing. Is it that they're only selective as to whom they, they, they raise issues on? And this shouldn't be continued at all. So I'm very um, disgusted by it. Kola, yeah. right? I agree yeah. with you. I mean, I'll be honest. I'll be very honest with you. Eh? I do not watch or listen to anything Annie Roberts has to say. Yeah. If and, and I don't, I don't. So you'll yeah. have to forgive me because I do condemn him for the way yeah. he behaves because I have personally experienced him. You understand? Yeah. And I think he has no place in the parliament of Trinidad and Tobago. But right. that's and the I... UNC cross the bear. If they yeah. feel that he is bringing, um, bringing some sort of credit to them, well, I wish them luck. There's some people they leave to God, you know. That's how I. Yeah. That's how but I, I live my life. I don't, I, and I he's one. He, I don't think the agenda is to bring credit to them. The agenda mm -hmm. is to demonize the prime minister and hit him where it hurts the most. Yeah. And it has All been right. a continuation. Mm -hmm. And that's one thing I agree with um, Senator Paul, right? Actually, anybody who share or willing to share that information to me, I dismiss it one time. Yeah. Right? Okay, All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. Good morning, caller. Hey, good morning, guys. Good morning. Good morning. Um, I have some questions to ask, and I'm just putting the information out there so people could think a little bit. Did any one of you all see, did any one of you all hear, prior to their finding the scrap iron that was missing from its licensing office, did any no notification send out that, that scrap iron was missing from licensing office? No, they didn't know it. Okay. Apparently did they didn't any, know it was only recently discovered. So did any but did any one of you all see on the TV six news the video footage of the scrap iron that was found at the scrap iron dealer's um uh, place? No, I didn't see it. Well let me inform you. 
you would need a truck with a hayab. Yeah, you need a big truck. So to move those items. Mm-hmm. So it leads me to wonder who in licensing office authorized or turned ahead when this person drove or partici- with or participate yeah. or participate. When when this when this person drove it to licensing office with a truck with a high up, took an hour or two or however long it took to place these items, lift these items up and put them on a truck and drove out the licensing office. So it it, it leads to the question how secure is these government buildings with materials that, that you that billions of dollars of material and you can't pay a security guard two hundred dollars a, a, a day. But you have a, you have a good, you have a good licensing office right. in Carney. There's a security yes, booth right the entrance. Security booth in the front, but the yeah. back gate you can drive in and out normal. No, nobody, nobody, there's no one there. <laughs> right? And no, I, no, sorry, sorry. Mm-hmm. Let me rephrase. There was there's a security tent in the front, and I I have a very serious peeve with that. That you build a building for billions of dollars, and you cut that several years after. You cannot build a structure to adequately, adequately accommodate your security staff instead of a, a, a 10 by 10 tent in the front of your establishment. <laughs> Two or probably years after, that is your boot for a security boot. And All your right. back entrance doesn't have one. So I just put in these questions out there so people could ask and we could do better. Okay? Well, uh, I'm sure you remember. You are wrong a while. You remember when they steal a bako <coughs> from Camp from, Kumuto, where the Kumuto. army base? From Kumuto, you yes. Remember that? A bako, you know? A whole... No, it's not a bako. An excavator. <laughs> yes. It wasn't a bako. It was an excavator. Recording in progress. Yeah. All right. Under the nose of the army in Camp Kumuto. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Kola. All right. Um, at 36 after 7 o'clock. Good morning to you, Brian Lewis. Good morning. Good morning, Noel. How are you going? Brian, you're looking like me, boy. Like, you didn't sleep at all. He didn't sleep. Yeah, he went right out to the end. Bit, a little bit under. The, yeah, 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 yeah. Wait, wait. We, 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 it came. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was saying. Yeah, yeah. But you're St. James, man, and St. James is Jose. St. James is Jose, yeah. Originally Belmont, man, but living in St. James since 1996. So, yeah. Don't deny you St. James thing now, aren't you? No, 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 Ria, for a minute, but I'm not denying the Belmont. Oh. I remember love for music and culture and Steve yeah. Pan and everything comes in and sports. Yeah. Morning, Brian. Right. How, how are you running, partner, going? Who? You're running, You're running partner. Running, um, they don't run this walk. We walk, but uh, he's not in the jurisdiction as well. I'm, 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 yeah, I mean, you can't tell me how you're going. Sorry, because he doesn't use the shade and all he's going. He's going good. He's going good. He's going good. That is our focus on what focus on the question. <laughs> good to see you, man. Good. good to see you, Brian. See you after the green. Thanks, Alan. You all know who's safe, but we never know who's continues this morning. This yeah. just now in a couple of hours. Yes. We're going back out just now. Yes. Mm. Yeah. So Brian, who's who's taken over well, your position? <laughs> Big bad, big bad. Diane Henderson. Diane Henderson. Diane Henderson. That's the person who yeah, took over the opposite. First, first ever female 
president of the oh oh, oh i was just saying earlier on uh, that you were so very vocal and and we used to see and hear from you a lot but since the, the whoever was taking over you're really not seeing or hearing from them too much at least that's my experience yeah, everybody have their different style so <laughs> there's only one brand Louis, right? <laughs> so tell us a bit what you think what you think about the team's performance i mean i hope we're not offending miss henderson by interviewing you but um but she's but, out of the jurisdiction she's in birmingham and, um, or she's yeah, out there I, with them no yeah no, i think i've tried to manage the transition in a, in a way as, as people know that i've kept her given her space so no mm -hmm. no she wouldn't have any well, she ought not. At the end of the day, I'm still the immediate past president. Yeah. And I'm still on the TTUC executive. Right. And, um, you know, there are a number of initiatives in the entry that have been in the entry. Um, so including the, the, the you know, the, the PAN version initiative, which mm. is, but you all know that Trinidad is such an interesting place, you know, land of, uh, we can be the land of 91. A lot of people seem to have gotten that the pan version of the anthem played for a number of years, including 2018 Gold Coast Commonwealth Games, when Jerry Richards and Michelle Leahy won the gold medal. It had been played since 2015, 2016, 2017, 2018. So it has been played before on the podium? All the time. Under, under, it was one of the priorities um, under the then president of the Trinidad and Tobago Olympic Committee and the Trinidad and Tobago Commonwealth Games Association. And uh, we, we, we did what was needed. The last hurdle was the International Olympic Committee. And they would have um, offered all sorts of obstacles because the, the version that their version that was playing from 2012 onwards was uh, the version done by the British Philharmonic Orchestra. Mm. And, um, you know, I had pushed and, and advocated for the PAN version, given the importance of PAN to Trinidad and Tobago's history, the fact that the, the PAN, steel PAN is on the logo of the TTOC. Eventually, there's a lot of back and forth. And then, so the Olympics was the highest hurdle. Um, I felt it was important. Eventually, a lot of backs and back and forth because of copyright and intellectual property right issues, quality issues. Um, they, they, they tried to back us into a corner. Um, we have then spoken to the National Steel Symphony Orchestra. We got the permission and approval and all the necessary support, written support by the then, from the then Minister of Culture, Dr. Nayan Gatwi Dolly. Mm -hmm. um, Aqualeet was the conductor. And uh, we were able to get the approval from the IOC. So that was the last piece in the puzzle for the Trainer and Tobago Olympic Committee and Trainer and Tobago Commonwealth Games Association. And that was done. So that at the reallocation ceremony, which was done on July 5th, around there, I think, um, for the first time ever, the, a pan version of the anthem was played at an Olympic medal mm -hmm. ceremony. And I think, in, I think part of the pushback would have been that um, it had never probably been done before giving a country-specific Permission to have its own version of the of their national anthem. Mm -hmm. So, um, so that had been there all the time. Trainer so Tobago would have listened to it and may have forgotten that it yeah. was done. But you know. So is it a default? Is it a default position that they would use the instrumental version and unless you ask for the pan version? Yes. So mm -hmm. so that's why 
before every games under the Trinidad Tobago Committee and the Trinidad Tobago Commonwealth Games Association, um, what would happen is that when they send the approval, they would usually send an approval to make sure they get the, the national flag right and the anthem right, whatever version they would send. We would always have made sure, especially in the last uh, couple of years, 2015, 2014 onwards, that the, the, the pan version. Mm -hmm. um, I, I understand because I wasn't in, in Birmingham and I was, as I said, the immediate past president. What I understood happened is that the Commonwealth Games Federation and Birmingham 2022 was at four. They had the National Steel Symphony Orchestra version mm -hmm. um, of the Pan Anthem, the one that had been approved by the International Olympic Committee. But there was some excuse that, um, I don't know what was the excuse, but they, they made a big error with Nicholas Paul's medal ceremony. And that was corrected. So the truth of the matter is that it was corrected immediately after. And therefore, it was in line, the pan version was in line to be played at Trinidad and Tobago. It was the next gold medal opportunity. Mm -hmm. um, but I think that what has really, I suppose, brought it to people's consciousness, Trinidad and Tobago being what it is, was um, Jerome Richards ask. Been sure, but it was already in China. I, I, I know. I, I think it's very great that Jerry Richard actually endorsed the Trinidad and Tobago Olympic Committee's long-standing position yeah. that the pan version of the anthem must be played under every games under the Trinidad and Tobago Olympic Committee and Trinidad and Tobago Combat Games Association. And I would have, a, I firmly believe that it should be played at every international sporting regional and continental sporting event um, when Trinidad and Tobago wins a, wins a gold medal mm -hmm. and that the official version that, they, that was obtained by, done by the National Steel Symphony Orchestra should, should be used. But then mm -hmm. that is up to the various national sporting organizations, the international federation. But I would sincerely hope they follow the example of the yeah, yeah. Training, well, for the first time, I'll tell you, I went to cricket at the Oval the other day when, when we played against in India. And mm -hmm. for the very first time, when they brought out the teams to line up, they actually played Trinidad and Tobago's national anthem. They started mm -hmm. with the Trinidad and Tobago national anthem. I've never experienced that before in cricket going to the Oval. And then they played the Indian national anthem. And then they played rally around the West Indies as 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 the West Indian national anthem. I've never experienced that before. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, you know, as I said, you know, I, I even in terms of when we had bid for the for the Commonwealth Youth Games in 2021, 2019 to for 2021, of course, COVID, we, we cancelled that. And we have now gotten it for 2023. The the idea there was to have the National Steel Symphony Orchestra. Um, record the 71 national anthem mm -hmm. so that at the medal ceremony so how in the other countries when they, they use their philharmonic orchestras and, and such such thing that for the commonwealth youth games it was planned for 2021 now it's 2023 once it goes ahead the plan was to have the national steel symphony orchestra and the aqua league record the 71 different anthems to mm -hmm. play at the medal ceremony but as I said, 
growing up in Belmont, I always understood that sport, our sport culture and music can't be separated from our sport because those are the entities that really reflect who we are, the essence of who we are as a people. But I'm sorry to digress. I, I know when Steve spoke to me, it was supposed to ask about the, the, the performance of the, the team at the Commonwealth. The performance, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I mean, what, what, so, but what do you, what you, what do you think accounted for our great performance at this, at these games? And oh, be, let me, let me, let me get to something before, before, before I deal with that. The issue of the holding, how they hold the national flag, has that ever been an issue before? Because I saw a very disturbing post on social media. Um, when Nicholas Paul, I think, held the, the national flag behind him, that somebody thought that he should have yes, been yes, taught. There, there was, I, I, it had been brought to my attention. Usually, flag protocols are something you touch on. Most importantly, try not to drag the floor, flag, on, sorry, the flag on the ground, mm -hmm. etc. Always held. But I think that that particular individual, I, I tell you, who don't didn't reflect the views of the rest of Trinidad and Tobago. If you look at the picture. Nicholas Paul has his helmet on, he has his gloves on. So obviously, it was while he was doing his 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 lap, lap mm -hmm. of lap of honor. And if you recall, there was a video showing where the, the new president, Diane Henderson, almost fell over trying to get down yes. the stands to give him the flag. Yes. So it has to be put in a certain context in that, in that. The athlete is there, he's on his bike. And, and the interesting thing about it is that visually, if you look at the picture, visually... It looks correct. It was correct. But the yeah. person was paying attention to some steam in terms of when it goes on the flag. I mean, I'm not, I'm not defending anything, but I'm saying in the heat of the moment, you, 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 you have to put things in context. Once they get the visual aspect of it right, you can't expect in those circumstances the athlete or the athlete, as you know, it's a highly emotive thing. They, they mm -hmm. And I was just telling you about this whole situation. This mm -hmm. is a, they're focusing on something that, of course, in terms of protocol, before X and Y. But this young man trains for a whole year, five years, 10 years, mm -hmm. sacrifices, represents the country. That's gold, silver, bronze, and you were in, I'm, I'm not saying it's unimportant, but you're placing focus on how he's holding a flag. Yeah. 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 Let's move on, please. Uh, Let's move on. Let's not focus on that. I agree. Hmm. All right. So mm -hmm. what what accounted for this successive um games um brand? What do you think? Well, you know, to, from my perspective, I think people underestimated and underestimated the, the significant setback that COVID nineteen created. It, of course, everybody talked about the economic, social, and, and, and financial challenges, the health challenges. But forget that for most of our athletes, especially those based here, and even those who are abroad, it, it, some of them weren't active at all. They weren't able to compete. They weren't able to adequately prepare. So what has happened, if you pay attention to the last couple of months, the last year, is that competitions are, are, are back up especially in terms of, of the cyclists, the swimmers, and the track and field athletes in particular, the, the boxers, everybody. So that they have 
gotten back in the competition, gotten back into training. Um, and, you know, for some of them, it, it will take a while to get back up. The Commonwealth Games, I think, has come, for example, with the remit has come and, and the track and field artists, but it came a couple of weeks after, just after the World, the world Championship. Um, so, you know, they, they, they were able to feed off of that training. Um, Nicholas had been competing abroad and um, he has been performing well. And the fact of the matter is, and you know, I always am willing to put the, the hard facts on. The fact of the matter is that the, the Commonwealth Games is comprised of 71 countries, Commonwealth countries. So it's not like the Olympics where you have 206 countries, um, the World Championship, etc. So that in, in, in many ways, the Commonwealth Games is just a drop down in terms of level of competition. As you would have seen, there is no USA in some sports. There, no, there are certain Commonwealth sports where the Commonwealth countries, such as Australia, etc., cetera, uh, um, tops, netball, rugby, sevens, mm -hmm. cycling, swimming, etc. So you always get the best in the world, right? So that, you know, it was a good opportunity. The Commonwealth Games is a high standard, but what it showed is that in terms of, if you look at the track and field athletes, Nicholas Paul, they are world-class athletes, cyclists, Dylan Carter, swimmers, so that, um, you know, they were able to perform coming off of the back of high, high competition and show that, that, you know, they have world-class and that they can compete and, and that they are determined, dedicated and tenacious. And in the context of the, of the um, track and field, I, I believe when you look at the, at the, the four by ones, the relay teams, etc., they are a young group. And I believe the influence and guidance and experience of Keston Blenman as a coach who has just, just, just come off his athletic career running with these, these guys. So they have a lot of respect for him. Mm -hmm. I think in the context of track and field, others may disagree, but that Keston Blenman's influence, as you know, he's very good individually, but also as a, as a, as a relay runner. So I think that all of these things would have added up. Um, you know, usually when you go to these games, the importance of providing a right environment, notwithstanding the challenges going on behind the scenes is important. And I think in that regard, the chef, the mission of the trainer to be a good team, Lovely Santana, and her team would have done the best that they could to create that enabling environment for the athletes. And, um, you know, our athletes take great pride in representing Trinidad and Tobago, notwithstanding the perception at times that the public are very hard on them when they don't perform. Yeah. They take great well, pride in representing their country. What, what do you think is accounting for Ke Kishon Walcott struggling though lately in the last few games that he has competed in? Um, the nature of, 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 of competition. Mm -hmm. You have good days and bad days. Um, you know, it's it, it just like in cricket. You know, other countries don't sit. You know, they, they target. And I think that, to be fair, um, you know, Kishon, of course, with his coach, he has an excellent coach, Ishmael Mastrafa. He would have, um, I am sure that they would be taking a look at his immediate future and, and the program what needs to be tweaked. But but Tishon has, has done it for us from a very young age. 
And um, it's very difficult in world-level sport to dominate for, for years. And you have to give credit to Green the guy from Grenada. At times you get the impression he can throw 90 meters in his sleep. <laughs> you know, he, he did that in World Championship. So again, for me, it's not, it's not something that concerns me being involved in sport because you have ups and downs, highs and lows. And it really up now. He has an excellent coach, and as I said, the key management mustafa. So, but do we have anybody on the horizon in javelin? I haven't heard any name um, since um, Kishon. You have a couple of young young guys, um, but you know, javelin has never before Kishon. Javelin wasn't a discipline in track and field at, at Trinidad and Tobago. Mm -hmm. Was was at a world level. It's not easy, as, as you can see and observe. Kishon is an exceptionally talented young Trinidadian Begonian. And, um, you know, I, I really wish him well in terms of overcoming whatever the, the challenges may be. So that if it is his, if it is his plans to go on, to go, to go on at least until Paris 2024, that you'll be able to do so and compete at the level that he would be comfortable. I mean, it's always hard when you've been a world champ uh, an Olympic champion and a two-time, in this case, Olympic bronze medalist to, to you know, make determination because Kishon Walcott is not somebody who would want to compete for competing, see. Yeah. Our, our women athletes, though, um, have been also struggling in the last few years especially coming after um, our shot putter or discuss person, even Michelle Leahy when she was at the top of her game. We haven't heard a lot about the woman that we've had. I think we have a cyclist now, I think it's Tenille Campbell. Tenille Campbell done, finished uh, pretty well. six, yeah, and fought in the tank trial. Yeah. Six would race. People need to understand that's a significant achievement, mm -hmm. given the fact that she's our first female cyclist to compete at that level. And she's basically doing it alone without the support of a, of a of cyclist with her. So that, that's not an insignificant achievement. Um, you know, it, 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 again, there was a program put in place a couple of years ago called Futures Female um, because it was aimed at, at trying to change the situation where Trinidad Tobago has never had an Olympic, female Olympic medalist. Um, it's a working progress. Um, there are societal and other challenges facing our women and female and girls um, that, you know, we sport has to work with to help overcome, and that's a reality. Um, COVID-19 has been um, very debilitating for a lot of young people. And um, females, it has been established by the world authorities, has been negatively and impacted and the Trinidad and Tobago, we, we face that challenge. As I said, you know, we, we have to look at the whole thing now of, of sport from a holistic view also, given the importance of sport. Look at what has happened with all the negatives taking place in the country. Sport yet again has raised the boosted the morale of the people of Trinidad and Tobago and the youth. For sure. That, that that's that's for certain. Mm -hmm. yeah. Right. Um you wanna take can we take some calls, um, Steve Khan, with Brian? Well, we have a minute again, so I don't know how we oh, can take calls. I didn't realize that was the time. My apologies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't realize we talked so much, Brian. 
Once again, you know, encourage Trinidad and Tobago to continue to encourage our youth and young people who are trying to, to do positive things rather than negative things and contribute to the growth and development and positive profile of Trinidad and Tobago. Mm. Um, sport is something just like life. You'll have good days and bad days. What is important is, a, is the constructive criticism, but unconditional love and support. You know, they go out there every time to do their best. And they don't sometimes reveal what are the challenges they face, whether it be under preparation, etc., etc. So I encourage Trinidad and Tobago to support our athletes, and um, you know sometimes put your money, put your money where you want. You know, we yeah. have different initiatives for support, and um, we we need to contribute and give them support. Yeah. Yeah. Brian Lewis, I want to thank you so much for being on the show this morning, the Paul Breakfast Show. Thank you very much for giving me the opportunity. Best wishes to you all, and uh, let's enjoy safely the rest of Jose. Yeah, I'll see, I'll see you later on the road again, Brian. Thank you very much. I am <laughs> looking forward to it. All right. Thank you <laughs> so care. much. All right, Brian Lewis, uh, for being part of the Paul Breakfast Show. All right. Uh, as we went up towards our 8 o'clock news... Um, uh, Sankofa, Central Animal Lover. Um, Mo morning, Sankofa. I, I, I saw your message come through, but I haven't got a chance to read it as yet. Okay, and yeah, all right, uh, Central Animal Lover. Yeah, sure, hopefully this week. All right, um, as we head up to eight o'clock news, if you will be in shortly. Thank you for choosing Power Water 2 Digital. Listen every weekday for our live show starting at 6 a.m. Remember, like, share, and subscribe. Power 102 Digital.